Welcome, everyone, to Mystery, a podcast about myths and history. I am one of your hosts, Bryant, with my permanent guest, Cammy. Hey there, Cammy. Welcome back. Hey, Bryant. Thank you. How's it going? Uh, fantastic. How are you? Doing good. We're trucking along June. It's still pretty crazy. Um, but it's summer. July's on the corner. And what better to talk about than the gargoyle today? <laughs> right, exactly. Speaking of... It makes so much sense. Cool summer pool locations and splash pads. It's the same thing. <laughs> um, yeah, that's what we're going to be discussing today. So gargoyles, um, you may be aware of them. You may have known the animated series that came out when I was like a baby. Uh, that was pretty good, actually. Although uh, I... I I can barely remember it, but I was definitely, I definitely had an action figure of of one of those guys. Uh, it, this is a really fun one too. I say that a lot, but I'm I'm really excited about this. I feel like I'm gonna really just kind of unveil this. It's very simple, very straightforward, and I I like that a lot. So uh, as always on mystery, Cammy's gonna give a story on this myth, legend, uh, cryptid. work of masonry. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> um, and then I'll uh, I'm gonna talk about. The what is a gargoyle? What makes them tick? <laughs> I guess that works. Yeah, <laughs> but Cami, um, why don't you go ahead and regale us with your story? Absolutely. So I used NormandyThenAndNow.com, the legend of Saint Romain and the dragon in Rouen. Rouen. Did he invent? Hmm? Oh, sorry. Did he invent romaine lettuce? Is this a double? <laughs> no, myth? but there is some weird stuff. With lettuce, you should look it up. It's yeah, specifically. Is it the, is it the next episode? Lettuce. No, I don't think. <laughs> I don't think it's the next episode. I've just been seeing a lot of TikToks about lettuce oh. recently. So yeah, some interesting things there. It was apparently used as a um, pain reliever in Egypt. I want to say, but of course they they named it after the Romans. I. No ibuprofen, then. That's, you got to <laughs> stick with lettuce. <laughs> right. That's crazy. I'm sorry to derail that. No, that's Please, okay. Please, Cami, hit us with the story about um, Mr. Romain. Okay. Rouen, terrorized for generations by the bat-skinned creature, Le Gargoyle, was ready to offer another sacrifice to the creature. The beast craved a maiden. The townspeople could not bear to lose another youth to him. They pleaded for outside help. The Archbishop, St. Romain, came to their aid and told them not to offer the monster any sacrifice to spare them. The creature was enraged when he flew over the village and did not see his sacrifice. He swooped down to the nearby river and blocked the water's passing, effectively damming it. Then he hurled flaming rocks from his mouth at the village walls. The entire town was frightened and looked to the Archbishop for his guidance. He proposed they pretend to give up a sacrifice and went to the men awaiting the gallows for their crimes. None of the prisoners could bring themselves, could bring within themselves the courage to volunteer, even with the promise of freedom, should they survive. None except one man. Though history has lost his name, his bravery is known to this day. The prisoner followed the archbishop to the town square and shouted to the beast that he had brought a sacrifice to him. As soon as the creature came forth, the archbishop made the sign of the cross in the air, and Le Gargoyle was stunned. He sank to the ground, and the two men tied a heavy chain around his neck. 
Then the townspeople came out of their hiding places and burnt him at the stake. His body was engulfed quickly, but his head and neck, tempered by the flames he spat so easily, would not burn. So they used the chain to hoist him up to the top of the cathedral, and he instantly turned to stone. For centuries he remained there, his presence warding off all the evil that could befall that place. Oh, that's so cool. I was wondering where that was going. Very interesting. So, Cammy, uh, do, do you know the sound you make when you have a liquid in your mouth? And you tilt your head back and you go, do you know what that was? Yes, it's a gargle. It's gargle, right? You're gargling? Yes, the sound of water and air in your mouth and throat. What if I told you that's what a gargoyle basically is? Wow. (laughs) It's just that noise. (laughs) Good episode. We'll see you next week on Mystery. I want some explanation, Brian. (laughs) Yeah, so that's it. This is a very practical thing. Um, And it's... Nice. So I, I used Wikipedia. Um, of course, they've got it pretty straightforward. Um, but there's a lot of write-ups on this. I came to a lot of like blogs. Um, Ravenwoodcastle.com had a nice write-up on it. And there were a few YouTube videos that I noticed that talked about it too. But I'm not really using them here. What it is, is g- the gargoyle creature sort of evolution. And the the since ancient Egypt um, to the, the ancient Greeks... Classical, Romans, so on and so forth, till the 18th, 19th centuries, um, gargoyles were uh, tools for buildings that were essentially water spouts. They directed uh, rainwater specifically, um, so that way the the rainwater wouldn't go and erode the mortar in between walls. And another kind of various reasons, but they were practical spouts to move water a specific way so it wouldn't ruin the architecture. And so the word gargoyle, uh, which is French, comes from a, which also there's a, the French verb gargarise, which is, which shares the Latin root with the verb meaning gargle, <clears throat> which, you know, it's very onomatopoeia. Mm-hmm. If you, if you put listeners right now, grab a glass of water or your wine, throw it in your throat and gargle. And it sounds, you're, you're making the, the word. It sounds like you're saying it as you do it. And so that's, that's kind of what it was. And uh, so the gargoyles um, specifically uh, are, are known to be especially lions throughout history and things like that. Uh, what's interesting here, and this is important to, to note, if you see a building and it's got beasts on it, those even if they they look like gargoyles, you know, they're the winged demonic kind of dudes. They're not gargoyles. They're technically uh, something you would either call a grotesque, a chimera, or a boss. Those are that's what those are. If they don't have the practical purpose of of rainwater trans or or water spouting, gargling, if they're not gargling, then then they're not a gargoyle. So they're just there to ward off evil. Correct, and and yeah, that's so. This is the thing I tried to find. I tried to be smart. I tried. Didn't quite work out. I wanted to find out if there was a specific point if when when that happened, that changed, that where we kind of called that. And other than like the animated show in 92 or 94 or whatever, uh, there's not too much. But there is this guy, um, Lester Burbank Brittaham, who lived up to be a whopping 122. He, he was born in 1899 and died in 92 himself, so he was two years shy of watching the animated series. Um, he wrote a couple books 
um, one in 69 called Gargoyles, Chimeres, and the Grotesques in French Gothic Sculpture, and then another book called The Gargoyle Book, um, 572 examples from gar- Gothic Architecture. That's Lester Burbank Brittingham. These are available, I think, for free on Google's um, stuff. These these kind of go specifically into this, and he actually kind of says um, uh, here. I'm going to quote the quote on Wikipedia. So he says there is much symbolism in the sculpture of the Gothic period, but we must be wary of reading in too much meaning. So absolutely, um, these these things did mean something. Uh, I think you know if you're a, an architect or a, you know a masoner architecture of some kind architect that's the word um, of some kind in the ancient classical period or whatever you got to make a spout you're going to make it look cool you know like it's beauty and function you know that was a big part of those periods and so it makes sense to make it look like a a being and i I was i'm reminded too you know i'm a huge fan of the all the viking books like the last kingdom that i've read and all the other books and um viking ships you'll see them in pictures and it's well known they would have um uh heads that they could put at the base of the ship that they were they were actually removable they were like dragon heads or or fearsome looking carved heads that they would slide in the very front and they would specifically take them out though when they were in areas they didn't want to like scare the spirits they it was it was if they were trading and they didn't want to scare anybody including spirits they would take them off but we would put them on and and that certainly applies um wikipedia notes that the the catholic church specifically used um the primary use of the gargoyle was to illustrate evil through the form of the gargoyle so this may explain why it's in very famous french cathedrals and things like that <clears throat> now many of those cathedrals um oh and, and and here's here's the fun the word for the day apotropaic devices apotropaic apotropaic magic is the use of imagery to ward off evil. So the Gorgon, which we've talked about on our Medusa episode, that is an apotropaic, I got to look at it again, apotropaic um, device. You know, having Gorgon heads on your belt, your shield, they would do, you know, Greeks and Romans would have that on them. The evil eye we've mentioned too in our Sahir episode, um, th- these are apotropaic devices used. To, it's, it's, it's my evil to ward off your evil. So I guess like, in some ways, it kind of was two birds with one stone. We've got to have uh, water running through here, and also it's scary. All the bad, you know, voodoo demons are going to go away because of this. And funny enough, that's kind of it. Um, yeah, Egyptians, Greeks, Etruscans, Romans, they all used animal-shaped water spouts. I guess having a dude-shaped water spout would be really weird if it's just some guy like, ah, <laughs> and just throwing up water. Um and uh, so it it does mention that human qualities were uh, like anthropomorphized. A lot of big words today, um, especially like for pagans and pagan religions and things like that. Um, you know, you, you can think of like satyrs and centaurs and, and all that. So um, yeah, and, and Wikipedia's got fun pictures too. They, they lots of different kind of gargoyles. They actually remind me of the gorgons. Maybe that word's related. Gorgon, gargoyle. You know. Uh, and and it is they're they're very like just beastly ugly like if you you know I know we talk about Medusa but the Gorgons were like famously ugly and the gargoyles aren't necessarily pretty themselves but it is it's 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 really cool to see but now you know you can be that guy on that vacation in France and they'll be like look at the gargoyles and you can be like actually that's a grotesque <laughs> and uh, that's not a gargoyle so that's that's what I've imparted with you guys today and uh yeah so uh i i do have to mention a little bit more though the animated series um 94 did you ever watch this cammy 
maybe. Are you aware of it? I am aware of it. Uh, Candace has gargoyle tattoos, and we've <gasps> talked about the series a couple of times because has, of that. Are her tattoos the animated series tattoos? Or no, no, no. They're of gargoyles. They look like gargoyles, yeah. Do they help water flow through her body? Yes. Is that- <laughs> yes. Uh, yeah, yeah. The animated series, I... I I don't remember it too much. I can like imagine it in my head, but um, it's pretty cool too. And it, it, it had the idea where the gargoyles turn to stone during the day and then at night they're like the protectors. And they, uh, I was reading the synopsis on Wikipedia, apparently like a thousand years ago from 1994, they were in Scotland and they like got put to sleep and then ended up in New York. And that's where they, their night saving stuff goes and there's the the show it's it's really well known for being kind of more complicated but yet still appealing to kids it had like shakespearean themes and lots of other big things like that it it's really well received um i'm sure i mean if if you remember it let us know if you have any specific memories but it it seems like it did a cool sort of idea on that but it it looks I, i i don't i think that um yeah i think gargoyle sounds a little better than the grotesques you know <laughs> So, but I, cause I don't think that they had that function of spouting water out. Um, but yeah, it, it's interesting that that's, that's it. And so gargoyles, they specifically uh, are water spouts. And in some cases they are purposely made to, to look uh, scary, to har- ward evil spirits in the apotropaic devices. Apotropaic. I got it. All right. And yeah, that's pretty much it for that one. It's it's pretty straightforward. Uh, like I said, next time you're in France, be that person who's like, actually, uh, I hope you enjoyed that. Cammy. I really like that story. I was wondering how you were going to get the, the head up there. And I like I like it, too, because it ended up it wasn't like and he was turned to stone and to scare everyone. He he was a spout. His, it was his head and his neck and he stuck. And he yeah, was it was just, just his head and his neck. Yep. Right. Yeah. So I really and that's typically what it is. You can't really go too complicated with a lot of them. Um, and, and it's cool too. You could find I there Poland, Estonia, all these old places have variations. I mean, water spouts are needed. Anyway, you know, Brian, I, I, I super cool. really hope, and I, you know, like we said, we never saw it, but I really hope that the animated series, the plot of each episode, was uh, how they were going to get back to their perches to yeah. spout water out <laughs> right yeah <laughs> during the rain the water flow in new york we've got to <laughs> save it guys let's go i mean it's it's incredibly important sewer systems are like the lifeblood of many empires it's true all right everyone we hope you enjoyed this episode i really did this was a no crazy gorgon psycho therapy needed to understand this one uh, let us know what you think. Uh, if you have any suggestions, let us know too. Remember, mystery with an IE. It's up top on our YouTube video right there. Um, if you have any suggestions for something we can cover, let us know. We always appreciate that, the suggestions and things like that. So uh, the link tree in the comments for the, either the podcast, if you're listening to this or YouTube, there's a link tree below. That'll take you to all our landing sites. You can take a look at your social media, all that fun stuff. Cami, anything else to add? I'm good. All right, everyone. Well. Uh, I hope you gargle well in your future and that water flows away from your marble and your masonry, right? Is that good? Exactly. (laughs) All right, everyone. We will see you next time. Oh! Oh! Gargle.